All right, gang. Here we are again. It's episode 47, 7, 7. And we are going to pop things off with one and only, the one and only, Sway Lee, with the heat of the moment, baby. Check it out. Look at him, look at him. Just swag master right now. Look at that guy. I need some tattoos. I need some neck tattoos, you know what I'm saying? In the heat of the All right, Sway Lee, thank you for the swag masterness. That guy is too cool. All right, um, so thank you guys for joining. We got a late episode coming in, huh? I did not get around to things as early as I had hoped. and um, and uh, But you know what? I couldn't leave you hanging, you know? I couldn't leave you hanging. And you know why? Because I love you. But also because I need to do... Um, I need, I, I like to be here and, and grow with you guys. You know, I was thinking about it earlier and especially since today I had to come on and I know, I know that I'm doing a solo episode cause I didn't schedule a guest. Right. So then I'm like, all right, shit, I'm going to have to talk by myself in front of you guys for however long. And, um, and that scares me to be honest with you guys. It's a little bit scary. Yeah. What up? Knox just walked in. Uh, <laughs> people are coming home see like I know, I know interruptions might happen especially since i put off the podcast till later in the day anything could happen um but i gotta trust myself and i eat at a moment you know what i'm saying so that's why i put that track on because i'm like all right that's tra- that track's been pumping me up i've been feeling good about it i mean i like the message you know you gotta trust yourself and uh and so i'm coming on here and I'm, I'm talking in front of you guys, regardless of the fear that I might have about doing it sometimes. And I appreciate you guys for being here and keeping me accountable and helping me make this mean something because uh, I get excited about, you know, what I'm doing with this. This is the SS height drop. You know, this is something else I was thinking about. This is the fucking SS height drop, son. This is a ship. This is a vessel taking us places you know i get to explore on this ship i think of it now as a ship more than than a than a show in some ways i'm like i want to want to do with this where do i want to go with my ship with this vessel that i'm building that i'm putting fucking fuel into right now hopefully (laughs) you know we're stacking up i don't know that we've even left the dock sometimes but we got some supplies coming you know, we go exploring. Maybe we do little trips. Maybe maybe the, the SS high drop is just a little rowboat in the beginning. And then it fucking becomes a fucking spaceship, you know? We really start going balls deep, berserk in, in some weird places. Because sometimes we, we're on the heavy seas, you know? I just want to know where we... I like, you know, we are... I'm captain, baby. First of all, that's pretty tight. I like to be captain. Think about... I like captains ever since Captain Crunch... Ever since that Captain, that fucking crunchy, crispity cereal sliced my mouth, my sliced the roof of my mouth until it was bleeding. That's how powerful that cereal is. It's so good. You didn't even care that it destroyed your mouth. Um, 
but I, but I, you know, I ate that shit anyways, even when it was all berries, even when it was peanut butter, even when it was oops, all berries, dude, that shit always hurt. Cause the fucking little squares, that shit was easier to eat. Somehow the berries were more abrasive. And if you're a little, if you're a kid, you grew up in the nineties, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't know why I'm angry right now. I'm not actually. I just like to be expressive and explosive sometimes. I'm a little hype. And uh, damn, I'm screaming so loud. The fucking waveforms are going off the charts. Sorry, guys. You guys' ears probably hurt. So I had a 30th birthday this weekend. Um, so shout out to everyone who came out for that. That was huge. That was a fun thing. You might be listening right now and you might have attended the party. And things got a little weird and wild. And, uh, and I appreciate everyone who made it what it was. It means, it means the world to have everyone kind of show up and put all those, their life aside for a moment to share something unique and weird. And, and I think it was like a really fun, special night. I mean, I don't know. It definitely meant a lot to me. I don't say it enough, but I love all my friends and all the people that basically I consider my family out here. And, uh, and, and so many of you showed up that night and made me feel loved. And, and, you know, I hope I make you feel the same because it was it was really special. And, and uh, it was really fun, really wild. Things got a little weird. Things got ex- actually a lot weird at certain points. And uh, that's that's bound to happen, I guess. It's the dirty, it's the dirty 30. It's the flirty 30. It's the squirty 30. If you're fucking, if you're nerdy it's 30 if it's fucking wearing shirty it's 30 you know i'm wearing i don't even know anything that rhymes with 30 besides that um <laughs> but yeah it was a good time so much love to everyone who showed up for that it was it was wild it was a wild time and uh being 30 you start to reflect on things a little bit you kind of forced to everyone like asks you oh what the fuck like are you doing it's 30 it's you got a zero at the end of your age now what are you doing with your life and it's like all right dude a little, some of that's a little bit annoying because it's like kind of don't feel different. You don't feel any different. If anything, you don't, you definitely don't feel like you know more. You definitely feel like you probably know less. I don't know if it's like this time in my life, if it's a millennial thing, if it's just a me thing. Um, but I've been rediscovering and re reinventing some of you know what I used to do with my with myself. So. This has been a journey, you know? That's why I'm saying, that's why we explore on the SS Height Drop. Because we gotta find the treasure, you know? Sometimes we're in that creepy cove, that stormy ocean, and sometimes, what over there on the horizon, it's paradise, baby, paradise. It's a fucking special island, and you have to whisper, because you don't even know if it's real until you get close enough. And then, holy shit, we there! Coconut party, baby! (laughs) With beaches and shit. And I mean beaches, you fucking sexist out there that thought I said something else. All right. So where was I at? Um, Where was I at? You know what? I I think this one's going to be, we're going to cut this one a little bit sharp, closer down, you know, we're going to shave this stuff off. You know what? Because we've been doing a lot of long episodes and uh, we don't need to keep them that long usually. You know what I'm saying? Like... Let's let's get to the point out here, you know? I want to I want to be as real with you guys as possible. That's part of the fear, you know, I was talking about earlier. You got to I got to I know when I come on, I got to trust myself because the only way I can fuck this up is if I'm not honest with you guys, if I'm inauthentic with you guys. But that's a real legitimate fear because 
it's not easy. You know, Bruce Lee used to say, to truly exp- oh, dude, I'm fucking, I should not try to do Bruce Lee, but express oneself, you know? That is something truly, I don't know actually even the quote, but he's saying that it's difficult to actually express yourself. It's easy to to express a character even or or to try to be funny or to try to be seem knowledgeable and to try to do something like there's little tricks and stuff that I know I can kind of cop out on even in a way if uh, if I get cornered or if I am worried about what you guys are thinking or, or, or if I'm worried that I can't finish a thought or a sentence or something. Um, yeah that's all i'm saying it's just it's it's it gets a little scary sometimes out here and that's part of the reason why i love it right because you come out here you get to grow by facing that fear because you know i've i started doing this i reignited this podcast at a time when i was feeling like i had to reinvent and renew and revitalize some of the things in my life you know i i had come up against some some obstacles in training and I've been working through that and becoming and learning about more discipline and conditioning and figuring out like posture in a more, in a completely new way that has made my body feel a lot healthier, even though I'm not able to return fully to, to the kind of training that I used to do. Because sometimes when you hit those certain points, you got to turn around and kind of retrace your steps and find a fork in the road before you can actually go back to the point you're at or further, you know? Um, so it's been it's been kind of a tough and trying time in some ways in that regard because, you know, these are uncertain times. When I was full balls deep in training and just like exploring in that way, uh, you know, you feel a strong sense of purpose when you're growing through that stuff, and that can be that can be in some ways it's not it's not easy, but it's easy or sometimes to feel excited about that because you feel strong, you feel like you know what you're doing, you're going after it, right? That feels to me like easier to do than than some of these more uncertain times where you're not necessarily sure what you're doing next and you're trying some new stuff out you're trying podcasting you're like fuck fuck i don't know what i'm doing with this shit like when i first started training the, here's the thing though is the the like i said like the worst the worse it gets sometimes the better the more opportunity there is to grow and i'll give you an example real quick because it's relevant this is like one of the reasons like why i've been dealing with an injury is i've had that meniscus tear i don't know if you, some of you guys don't know but that about a year and a half into my training in parkour i had a i had the best training day i've ever had where i learned all these new wall flip tricks which i don't really do wall flip tricks maybe it's because i have some fucking psychological damage now from this but after I, that epic day of training I started doing, literally I did what I would call a happy dance. Like I did a, a, a joyful, a joyful dance on the trampoline where I was swinging my legs around like a fucking like jelly leg guy, like a fucking spaghetti leg man. And, uh, and tore my meniscus so badly. Like I had torn it before, but I'd never gone to the hospital. Cause I always was able to like, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what I was doing, but I had torn it snowboarding when I was much younger and then off and on, I would tear it like just randomly, but I'd always like kind of straighten my leg and it would hurt. But then like what I knew, what I know now is the cartilage that had like displaced would flip back into place and my knee felt fine. It was sore, but it felt fine. So I thought it was some kind of weird tendon or ligament thing that was like flipping and just finding its way back into the groove or, you know, I didn't know anatomy, but again, this is what's so good about these things is it teaches you like, oh, now I learned about connective tissue in a way that I never learned. And then when I got back into training, like when I first started parkour and when I had that injury, 
I was very, very excited about it. And like, like I said, it was the best day of training I ever had. And it was maybe the first time I was like, you know what? I could maybe do something with this. And then on that day, I fucking life kicks me right in the balls. And it was just like, oh, check this out though. Here's your fucking half a knee now. Cause I had to have that meniscus removed. It was the, the tear was so bad. So there's two discs of cartilage between the upper and lower leg bones. And like my had one of those removed. Luckily the inside one apparently is more important, but anyhow, <clears throat> what I'm saying is when I returned to training, I felt that purpose. I felt that stronger purpose to not waste the moment, not waste the the time I was spending in parkour training because I knew that as much as I loved it, it can be taken away, you know, so easily, just like even doing a happy dance, even something like that. You feel like you're, you're just literally playing and enjoying the moment as much as possible. I couldn't have been like more in the moment. And, uh, you know, I was fucked. <laughs> so, you know, life will do that sometimes to you and you got to respond in like the way that you can hopefully look back on and be grateful for. Um, because, that's the season right now. You got to be grateful for that. You know, I am grateful for that meniscus tear because without it, I don't know that I would have returned to training with an, with the same drive and focus that I had that was able to take me to the, the amount of growth I got out of training and the amount of um, skills I was able to learn and the, you know, competing and getting to travel and be a part of things bigger than me. Like, you know, the brands that I helped create and co-found. Um, but yeah, just to sum that all up, you know, you know, this is a this is one of those times now where you got to be grateful for. I think I was talking about just being grateful for not just the good times, but the harder times, because these times will teach you, you know, so much, probably more than than when you're even feeling really purpose driven. You kind of know what you want to do, and you're just going after it, and you should grind and, and work towards that. But when you're in the mix of something a little bit more uncertain, and you're a little bit you have more fears and more doubts in some ways in those times. Um, but it's a chance to, to really rise up and grow, grow more. And, uh, yeah. So be grateful for that shit. All right, let's go on. Uh, so yeah, I was going to try to keep this one a little shorter and I just have one more thing. I just have one real thing to talk about and it's a real thing. It's a real important thing actually. Um, Oh, I'm a little bit scared that if I change the, the application that the recording will drop. So I'm going to use my phone real quick. Uh, United. And you guys will hopefully, maybe there'll be something in the, in the title about this, but the United States parkour association is what I'm going to talk about right now. And this, um, did they make a post about it? Hmm. First of all, there's lots of things that have been happening in this FIG story. So I don't know it all. And again, we've talked about the FIG thing. If you don't know, FIG is the gymnastics organization that is a subsidiary of the Olympic organization, the IOC, the International Olympic Committee. And they have tried to and are still trying and attempting to absorb parkour into their umbrella discipline of gymnastics. They are trying to basically take parkour in and, you know, put a new event in the Olympics called parkour or events. Maybe it's a few events, but it's going to be under this um, umbrella of gymnastics and therefore it'll be run by gymnastics organizations and things. 
And for probably obvious reasons, that's pissing a lot of us off as community members and people that have helped build and create what the culture and discipline and sport all have been over the last like few decades. And so there's a lot of, there's been a lot of uproar, uproar, excuse me. In the UK, there was the kind of a, the same thing on a smaller scale was happening where a, the governing body for gymnastics was trying to absorb parkour there. And they were able to form a new organization called parkour UK that basically planted and gave sovereignty to parkour within, you know, the, the, within the United Kingdom. And, um, and that was the first time a new sport had been recognized, I think in over 15 years or something like this. And, uh, that was a huge moment, but also I think something weirdly just happened recently with that. I don't know. Like there's some been developments. It's very heavily politically charged and like, there's all sorts of like things happening that I, you know, I, it's hard to pay attention and understand all these things. Um, and when you're just trying to live your life and just live in the heat at a moment, you know what I'm saying? But you got to. Just, just so you guys know. So then there's, uh, so then there's been some contention. Some people are on board that, you know, they see that the Olympics and the possibility of parkour being in the Olympics is a huge opportunity for, for what we do in the sport and everything. Um, and obviously there's a lot of dissent on that opinion with the idea that we should be governing ourselves like they were able to do in the UK. We should at least have a voice in this right now. So here's the thing that the United States park, I'll just sum it up. I don't have time to read it really, or I couldn't find it, but I'll link, I'll put a link to the post that they made in the description. Basically the gymnastics and FIG and all the subsidiary organizations are going to vote on whether or not they want to include parkour. And there was another development where like a bunch of people on the parkour commissions and stuff that they've already put it i've like abandoned them like we have pulled out of a competition collaboration with them like they've been doing some shady shit and again like i haven't had a, a huge i've tried to open up this platform to both both sides of the debate because i think it's important to get as much of the discussion as clear as possible and especially since i don't see myself as a figure that is terrifically knowledgeable on it and um and so therefore probably most of you guys aren't either so uh, you know, just by the nature of my being already kind of proximal to the situation. And I still don't understand a lot of what's going on, but, uh, Jesus, what was I saying? Um, so there's been, so I've been, I've been necessarily, not necessarily like super opposed to, to some of the athletes who've wanted to work with them again. And, you know, I, but, but ultimately I have been in support of parkour earth and, and this is like the, the counter organization to the international. So parkour UK is counter to the gymnastics UK and parkour earth is counter to FIG in a way. And, you know, one of the biggest critiques that athletes and supporters of the Olympic movement have had is that FI or that parkour earth hasn't given any actionable items and that these other organizations that are saying like you, we like that are, you know, they, they basically haven't made us capable of doing anything other than like bitching and moaning on, on Facebook about like, Oh, woe is us like park gymnastics is fucking around, but we haven't been able to necessarily band together and do much about it. And, and it's hard for, it's hard to get behind something that doesn't exist. Right. But this is, and, and, you know, and, and, and few people want to take up the reins, you know, I, I'm, I'm as guilty as anybody. I, I haven't wanted to lead the charge against this movement, to be honest, you know, like otherwise I would be doing it, but this is, USA Parkour now has announced that they are writing a letter of dissent 
to this vote and trying to say like, no, you're not, you should not allow, I'm, I'm assuming they don't have the details of the letter announced yet, but it's going to be published soon. And I'll, I'll post their post in the description, a link to it. So you guys can check it out and then subscribe to them and then support when they do drop the letter, this dissent, because we don't even have a voice right now. They're, they're voting on whether or not we're going to be included in gymnastics and it's not fucking even we're not even at the table. Like we don't even have a seat at the table in this discussion right now, which is, you know, obviously to me, it seems like bullshit. Um, and so even though I haven't, you know, come outwardly spoke, you know, super outspoken against some of this stuff, I think this is a really, really good actionable item that they're providing all of us with. And, uh, and even if you are a pro Olympics and you're, if you're, even if you're not, even, even if you would support that parkour being in the gymnastics umbrella, if we could get in, you know, like this is still something that we, we need to be, we should be able to negotiate with. Right. And you shouldn't, we should have a voice at the table. So we need to at least have some power, you know? So I'm, I'm all on board with, no matter what side of the fence you're on, you fucking should want this to be a thing that stalls out what they're doing so that we at least have a bigger and, and stronger voice when the, when that conversation, if in that, if, and when that conversation takes place. Um, I guess that's, that's pretty much my thoughts on it because, because, you know, from what I, from part of the reason, you know, I've, I've, I don't have like much faith or trust or excitement about the Olympic committee in general, because I, I believe the Olympic organization is generally aimed at siphoning off energy from the blood, sweat and tears of athletes and turning it into like money to line their own pockets. And, uh, and parkour is, parkour is kind of a special new thing and that's why they want to take control of it, you know, because it's, it's, it's providing people with inspiration and, uh, you know, it's providing people with stuff that, that, that now they don't have to go to gymnastics to get right. So we're taking, we're taking some of their market share in some ways, you know, we're taking, because we don't have barrier to entry, you know, you don't have to go to certain gyms to, to practice parkour. We have these interesting things about our sport and it's why, you know, it came at the time it did. And I think there's lots of things like this, like blockchain technology, people are getting stoked on for the same reason. It's, it drops the bar barriers to entry and it gives you just decentralized access to the sport, right? Instead of having to go through the Olympic committee and having to go through a gymnastics organization or federation, this is something that, you know, the future of, of like an empowered, whatever, if you, if you're a dis disenfranchised person or community, this is how you get it back is by not, is by distributing the power amongst the people and, uh, not, I don't know. I'm just not subscribing to some fucking fat organization that, you know, is controlling so much already that they're going to, you know, this is what organizations do. They have power. They want to retain it. They want to expand it. And we have power too. We have power. We should, we should also be, you know, aiming to keep our power and, you know, and of course we're going to want to expand it too. And that's, a, that's okay. Um, if that's what we're doing, you know, that these org we all have the same motivations in some way, but, but we have to fight against this. Otherwise, you know, we will lose the ground that we already have. You know, we have something that they want and, uh, and it's not, it's not fair that we don't get a seat at the table. 
All right. So I don't know. Again, like I'm not that well versed on this stuff, but I encourage you guys all to check out the link in the description. You'll learn more. Um, I need to review it honestly and I need to, but I am in support of this. This is an act. These are actionable things. Like they're writing a letter. They're trying to gain support. They can get with, with a lot more support. This is something that's real that we can do to, to try to at least postpone or delay, but at, you know, at the very least, but then just stake our ground, you know? Um, I think that's the goal here. And and this could be a bigger movement. Again, this could be bigger. This could be things like blockchain and stuff. This is this is about more than just what's happening to our community. It's about it's about the future in some ways of just people, you know, being more empowered and less disenfranchised by the organizations and powers that be. You know, and that's been a movement throughout the history of fucking humankind. You know, we've moved from authoritarian ships and dictatorships and kings and shit towards democracy toward, and, you know, and then beyond that, you know, we have to keep going forward. So I don't know. The fuck do I know? I'm just a dude sitting in his goddamn living room spouting off about some shit right now. And my, my roommates are making some dinner. And so I'm going to let them make as much noise as they want. I'm going to sound myself out of here. And I appreciate them being quiet uh, during this recording. Um, but look at that. We kept it under a half hour. That's the first time we've done that maybe ever. So, you know, hopefully this one will reach more people because it'll be easier to digest. And um, much love to you guys. I appreciate everyone for joining me. Um, it's been a special week. And uh, hit up the Hydra hotline. Remember, I want to I wanna do some more of those calls. So 720-295-7537. And let's participate. Let's do some more of that. So when I have to do my next solo episode, I have some some calls to respond to, maybe. And I'll try to get some more guests and stuff, of course. Um, all right. So next week, we're going to have 48 episodes. Damn, we're almost at a year. We're coming up on it, boy. It's going to be hot. Um, but we'll let Sway Lee play us out because he's just... Look at that pimpiness. Uh. Mm. Look at that. Reverse inhale on Spotify. Oh, real quick before I sign off, uh, shout out Storm Free Running real quick because those guys just put out a new clothing line. It's fire. And I love those guys. And I love Joe Hendo, I think designed a lot of it or all of it maybe. And he's in the United States and he's got a U.S. citizenship even. So I know he's going to be all over that fucking uh, U.S. Parkour Association shit, I think. You know, he, he probably will be because all those UK guys are all about the anti-fig movement. And uh, much love to everyone for, for blazing that trail for us. Um... But yeah, go check out the store. I'll put that link in the description. There's only two links. That one and then the Storm Free Run. And uh, check out their new clothing line. They got some fire-ass shit. They got a tactical poncho, son. And I love the word tactical. You know that if you know me. I say tactical with a fucking glimmer in my eye because I love that word so much. So when they put out a tactical poncho, I was... Woo! You know what I'm saying? Mmm. Mmm. All right. Support... Storm, support height drop, support all that shit. Support me maybe a little bit. You know, I love you guys for being here. You already gave support by listening, so thank you. I'll see you guys next week. I wonder sometimes if the one has passed me by. I wonder sometimes.